0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary, and my baker. What do they say? They, know, they say something, bakers, right? Uh, no, hello, bakers. It's patrons, too. I'm going to bake you an episode very slowly, indeed. Thanks, patrons. What do you say we get on with the show? where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. So it could be thoughts, you know things you're thinking about on your mind. So thoughts of feelings so anything you're experiencing emotionally that's coming up for you. So thoughts, feelings and physical sensations so it could be yeah like anything you're thinking about anything emotionally coming up for you or physically you're experiencing. or it could be something else I don't like I don't know it could be anything really. If it's keeping you awake, then it's, uh, let's see. I mean, there are positive things that keep us awake, so I don't want to put a blanket statement out there that it's not positive or good, because there is. It's just natural. I don't know, what is, like, uh, it's not, you could be up from FOMO, fear of missing out, uh. But what would be the thing, because this is a positive reason you can't sleep, and I don't want to get too deep into it, but, you know, if we have good feelings about it, what's can't wait to get up uh, to to do something missing out on sleep? Uh, I don't know. I'll come back to it, hopefully, if I remember. Can't wait to get up. So C W T country and western television country we can't wait to g u i don't know i don't have a notebook in front of me i may pause but anyway so whatever's keeping you awake i'm here to take your mind off of that what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna uh i got a nice safe place here picked out oh boy is it ri- i don't know if the safe place is ripe it depends on what you mean when you say ripe Uh, because if you do like what association you have, you say, is it perfect? If is it perfectly ready for you to come and rest? Yes. does. it? Is it ripe? Uh, you say, no, it smells great. If that's your ripe definition. I don't know who came up with that term though, because you say, no, 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 that's, uh, you know what I mean? Like they say, oh, those, let's, I'm trying to think of a neutral way to say it. Those socks are smelling ripe, uh, you know, that are in the hamper. There's a word that doesn't get used as much uh, anymore. Hamper. I wonder how the word hamper fe- probably feels like a hamper. What a Like, a, I think this might be the proper use of ornerous. What an ornerous job, if you were a sentient being, to be a hamper. That'll be another, to be a hamper. It's interesting because they've talked about Riveted or Rivethead, the book by Ben Hamper. It probably been like twenty or thirty years since I wrote that read that book. Uh he was in the Michael Moore documentary. Uh where's Roger Rabbit no, where's it called? Uh Roger and me. Where's Roger Rabbit? Um so oh boy, let's get back to a point though. Where was it? Oh, I'm going to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, you know, things on your mind, a physical sense. Oh, no, I talked about all that already. Oh, I got a safe place set aside. Now I'm trying to remember what I was supposed to remember. That happens like every intro, whatever. Maybe I will remember it. I don't know. But so what I'm going to do is I got a safe place here. Just like I said, let's get back there. Uh, then I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, which you've already witnessed a few, superfluous tangents. One of those may have been a superfluous tangent, uh, but whatever's keeping you awake, uh, like I'm going to try to take your mind off of that, so you could fall asleep. Uh, and. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Now, if you're new, a couple of things you probably need to know right up front. If you're a regular listener, if you're a regular listener, a couple of things I want you to know. So glad to see you back. You look terrific. Uh, you're like uh, getting ready to get rested there. I can uh, like the thing is, I see you already rested. I see in your future, you getting comfortable and cozy, Co- even cozier than than you are now. Here's yet another tangent. There's a TV channel on the over the air thing called Cozy. I think that's the name of the channel. I don't know if it ha- I don't think it has cozy type. It's C-O-Z-I. I would pronounce that cozy. But I don't think it's a strictly cozy subject matter. I don't know, I'll try to check it later when I get a chance. Uh, but so where was I? Oh so Oh, if you're new, hey, regular listeners, excuse me, let me get to these great new listeners or potential listeners. Right, you're just testing the podcast out. That's the first thing. You know, if you're feeling skeptical or doubtful or confused you know about creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, that's natural. The usual piece of advice that most people that become regular listeners say is give it two or three tries. And I'm not going to ask you to be open-minded because that really feels like it, that would get on my nerves if somebody said, just be open-minded, okay? About what, Cozy TV? Oh, I just want to see what's on there. Like, uh, I can't, do, like, uh, I, I, that's open-minded. I said, what the heck they got on Cozy TV? If it's, I'm guessing, I'm just guessing that it's reruns of some kind, So then it would depend, yeah, I don't know if I could keep it open-minded if it's some sort of rerun that uh, I don't have any interest in, even though, but I could try if you're saying, if you said that, just watch it. I know you don't want to watch Big Wagons Rolling from 1955 or whatever, but just watch one episode, and then maybe, and then after that is, I don't know, uh, Great Danes, uh, you know, talking, uh, talking to, uh, talking to uh, fire hydrants or something. Is that an animated show? I don't know. It could be, but it's a classic animated show. Wait, Great Danes talk to fire hydrants. What's What would be the plot of an episode? Well, uh, I don't know. You'd have to check it out and see. Okay. Well, that sounds like appointment TV to me. So if you're new, though, just kind of say, hmm, well, I'm not so sure about that big wagon's rolling. I never, no offense to wagon-based TV programs or those kind of things. I've just never been into them. But yeah, sure, if you want me to watch one, I'll give it a shot and see how it goes. Particularly in this case, because the podcast is more here to put you to sleep. And the reason uh, most people say that, most listeners it's because this podcast takes some adjusting because you say, well, you don't really watch it. So I don't watch big rag- wagons rolling. No, you just kind of, um, just kind of there while you're, uh, it's great for working. You put it on and, uh, is it like a little house on the prairie? Well, that's the best part without, it's like a little house on the prairie, but without the distracting parts that make you want to watch, you just kind of, it's mostly them rolling in wagons and then they'll stop uh, and then they'll like boil some water or do some gathering or mending or chatting. So it's perfect for working too. It's like a TV show. It, once upon a time, it was designed to be watched. Wow, this cozy TV sounding cozier and cozier, uh, the more you make up stuff about it. Yeah. So that's the thing about sleeping with me. You just kind of barely pay attention. During the day, you might work to big wagons rolling. At night, you could listen to sleep with me. So it's a podcast you don't really listen to. It also doesn't really put you to sleep, believe it or not. It's more here to keep you company while you drift off. And that's why the shows are about in hours. They just give you plenty of time. Like uh, so, And then if you can't sleep... I'll be here to the end. I'm here to keep you company whether you're awake or asleep. I guess just like that in a TV show analogy. See that wagon's rolling whether you're watching it or not. So those are two important things. The other things that throw new listeners off is like, I mean, creaky dulcet tones, my personality, my sense of mild humor, or just the idea the whole concept of the podcast can throw people off. So I just wanted to tell you that uh, if you're feeling off, that's normal. Oh, but so to explain things. So, so structurally, if it throws you off, uh, some common objections are, okay, show starts off with a greeting. I think everybody agrees that's nice. It's nice to be greeted, and I try to greet everybody, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary. And in this case, uh, Bakers, because uh, it's a Great British Bake Off episode. Then, after that, is a uh, business. That's how, and usually, actually, there's only one company when I'm recording this, like Helix, that runs ads in the beginning. And then there's usually something for our Patreon. And somewhere in there, I'll talk about resources for you, the listeners. So that's usually the business up front. So whatever, five, six minutes or something. Then there's, and that's also full, you know, a ramble even then. Then there's our intro. Now the intro, like some people think it's part of the business and it's kind of, uh, it's like slow, like that wagon thing. I can't say it anymore, but, uh, It's just the beginning of the podcast. It takes 20 minutes, uh, but that's just because that, um, well, it takes me that long to explain stuff and I get mixed up and I get distracted. But also, so the whole idea intro, this is like one of the few intros that serves two purposes. Like normally an intro would be like in a radio station where they remind you or a news where they say, well, we're at the top of the hour, so in case you missed it, or in case you don't know what radio station this is because you just tuned in, or they say, this is a podcast about, this is the wagon, what it was, Big Wagons Rolling podcast, a podcast where we talk about the greatest TV show from the 1950s and, my favorite show, Big Wagons Rollin', Hardy Har Har. Now let's get to the episode, uh, through the Crescent Valley, Part One. Uh, and then we'll see, so we'll talk about our rewatch. Then we'll talk about uh ceramic ware, and uh, that'll be it for the episode. You know, we'll have your calls, uh, calling the wa- you know, calling the Chuck wagon or whatever we call it at the end of the show. So get ready for episode 2014 of Big Wagons Rollin'. I guess you you can't call it that, so you'd have to call it a, a Bragging on Big Wagons Rollin' Cast. Uh, so that would be a normal podcast intro. I mean, other than the subject matter, just the uh, structure. But our show is to put you to sleep, so the intro can kind of ease you into bedtime. For a regular listener, ideally, it offers you a place to sigh with relief. You say, okay, Scoots is going to go off topic again. Never, He's never talked about Big Wagons Rolling. He's probably mentioned Cozy TV before. And holy Michael Eisner, is that a case of uh, made-up synergy with uh, this imaginary show? You see was Michael Landon in that? And they say, no, but Landon uh, Jeffries was on Big Wagons Rolling. He played, uh, uh, Cal, you know, that's the first name that popped in my head. It's on wagon 47. Whoa, there's no, there wasn't 47 wagons. That's a whole, that's you got to listen to one of the, you got to listen to that big wagon bragging podcast to find out about that. Okay. So, but, so the intro though, if you're new, I just wanted to tell you that this, listeners listen to it to wind down. Like some people fall asleep during the intro, but a lot of people listen before they get into bed or as they're in bed, easing into bedtime. So the intro gives you some distance from the day, because at least for most of us that have trouble sleeping, it's not just something you can turn on or off. So that's the purpose the intro kind of serves, uh, like just to, to, to roll into bedtime slowly, roll you off into dreamland uh, about 2% of people skip the intro and just listen to the story part. And then, uh, another, well, a couple thousand people just listen to story only stuff on Patreon. So that's the, um, intro. Then there's business for regular listeners. That's when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, you know, or write yourself a note, because if you're asleep during that part and you miss it, uh, that's what's, that's what keeps the wagon rolling. And the reason that's there is just like, that's how podcasts, that's like where the, uh, that's like, I don't know, just a podcast structure. Then uh, after that is our episode. Tonight we'll be talking about the Great British Bake Off and, you know, what happened in an episode and you won't miss anything. So you don't need to watch the show or if you're a fan of the show. You'll say, I mean, I, this uh, these seven You say how many different ways can Scooter say Rahul? And I'd say I don't know how many different ways can Noel say it. How many different ways can Scooter say Noel? And I'd say Noel or Noel. Uh, two right there, Rahul, Rahul. So they uh, say, well, it's my, you know, it's, there's actually a correct way. And I'd say you believe how many times I've you believe me I I realize that Uh, yeah. Uh, I apologize. So okay, what was my point? Oh, so we'll talk about the Great British Bake Off. Then we will. uh, um, Oh, then there's some thank you. So this is structure of the show. And the reason I make this show is because I care, because I've been there. I know how it feels, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, waking up, all those things, getting back to sleep. So if I can help, while this podcast does not work for everybody, I really hope it can help you. Because the other side of it is you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place where you could rest. Uh, where, where you can get some solace and uh, some relaxation and recover from the day-to-day. And if you do do that, and you maybe you're in a position where you start getting more and more rest, uh, whether it's because of this show or this show kind of spurred you on to have a more structured bedtime routine, when you get more rest, our world is a better place because your world is a better place. So it gives me honor to be able to do that because you deserve. I, I I prefer that you have a good night's sleep versus the rigmarole that I go through sometimes. So that's uh, those. Th- so those are the reasons I make the show. And yeah, like I said, there could be sometimes you can't sleep because of positive. You say, "Oh boy, is there a new episode?" Well, one you could like uh, not sleep because you see, it. there's a new episode of Big Wagons Rolling coming out. It's the holiday premiere. I thought it was from the 1950s. Yeah, it's rediscovered in the archives of Scooter's mind. It was in a it was in a crystallized in a piece of amber, and they extracted it. Oh, interesting! But maybe the it's about a kid, the kids on Big Wagon Rolling, because they're going after the Crescent Valley. They're going to some place called. Uh, the north pole it's not at the north pole but it was the first of like uh towns it was it's called north pole i don't know north pole wisconsin or something yeah or idaho yeah north pole idaho i think it was uh and it's a but this was back whenever the not in 1950s you know in the 18, whatever i don't know what year they were on the wagons rolling but uh and they go there and it's like, a it's, you see, wow, they even had that back then, like a fake North pole open all year, bring the kids, uh, where Santa Claus is, there's reindeer, you know, there's a slide. I don't know what other stuff they have, but, uh, the kids on the great, on the big wagons rolling, they can't sleep because then they know in the morning they're going to be pulling in to, uh, north north pole wisconsin idaho idaho wisconsin one city one's a state and one's an imaginary name so they're up all night tossing and whispering you really think we're going to be able do you think santa lets you sit on his lap uh like is there set oh boy they they have this thing called hot cocoa there holy cow i can't wait uh So, uh, like, uh, do you think they leave milk and cookies out for Santa every night or what? Uh, So, you know, we've all been there. I mean, we haven't been in that exact situation. So if I can help you with that, too, that's like a positive when you can't sleep. Uh, And there are people that listen to the show because they're getting ready to do something or go somewhere or have a visit or, you know, big is something big going on. So I'm happy to help wherever I can. And I think that's it. I'm really glad you're here. I really appreciate your time and you coming by, and I really work hard. You're a nice driver. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to bring you this podcast on the regular twice a week for free. All right, everybody, Scoots here, and uh, let's see where we are. Um, We're talking about, I'm loading up Netflix on my old tablet poo. Because uh, we're talking about Pastry Week here on the Great British Bake Off Baking Show. And uh, getting it loaded here. Then I'll get my notes. I just wanted to check in with you nice and early. I'm, just, I'm also curious if I could just run this without having to. Uh, well, it's interesting. It's not uh, saying scoots. Oh, I know why. Because, uh, no, no. There we go. Pastry Week. Paul's talking right now. to get my subtitles set up. And it opens again with Knowles uh, coming out of a tent. Sandy's like, are you awake yet? He goes, yeah, we're just waking the bakers up. Like, it's uh, there's seven bakers in the tent. Wasn't there 12? Uh, well, Paul and Pru are in here. Pru's cooking breakfast. Uh, Paul's washing his car, so there's, like, water spraying out. uh... And then he says, Sandy, how come you get to sleep in the big house? And I'm in this tiny tent, uh, with, uh, everybody. And she goes, well, I have an irony clause in my contact, uh, contract. Uh, and then he says, Rahul, uh, like, uh, cut it out. Like, uh, quit splashing. And then we have the kind of talking head saying this week is pastry week. Uh, the bad boy baking Dan. We have a shot of Dan thoughtful and staring out the tent. And we have swans in the walking in. We have a bit of a contrast with people's temp- internal temperatures, I guess. Because we have John in like a Hawaiian shirt and shorts. And then Rahul uh, in uh, with a puffy jacket. Uh, and he always has this kind of layered look, which I really like, with a denim shirt and then a nice print shirt underneath. Uh, oh, Dan also has a strange hat that doesn't match his shirt on. Kind of matches uh, Kim Joy. Kim Joy's talking. Oh, boy. Kim Joy guess it's a little early. I didn't have this planned in my notes, but I gotta talk about some of Kim Joy's uh, Kim Joy has the style, so Kim Joy has a necklace on that looks maybe like a whale, like a whale pendant, a pretty big one, but the whale has uh white and pink and uh could be another oh no, I guess it's a koi maybe I don't know part of it is obscured by her uh her her blouse I don't know what you call it uh which again has a print on it. uh, I don't know, is that a Victorian print? I can't see. There's somebody that looks like either a Victorian figure or Raggedy Ann and Andy, which I don't think it is, uh, rowing a boat. And she has on her cupcake pin. And, oh, this is during the talking heads where they all talk about pastries. I guess I was supposed to talk about that. Pastries, not something Dan's done before. He has a shirt, well, I don't have a good view. Best of luck, uh, smash it. Kim Joy's like, oh, Star Baker. well, what if I go to back down? You know, that's a little stressful. Ruby says, "Uh, starting off jovial, oh, at the beginning, but now it's more serious. Uh, Bryony says, I believe in myself. I can produce something good. It's just whether it's good enough, which is a good question or way to look at a reality show. They say, hello, bakers. Today for the signature challenge, 16-year-old pastry parcels. Oh, thousand years old, that said. Uh, samosas, uh, six sweet and swick, six swick, swick, swick sa savory with the dip to compliment. Uh, uniform, skillfully shaped and beautifully presented. Samosas in uniform, Noel says. I'm into that. And uh, you know, we might as well cover their shirts, uh, Noel and Sandy's, uh, because he cracks everybody up when he says samosas in uniform, even though I don't get it, but that's not important. He has on like a greenish, uh, I guess a green, an emerald, I'd say. You're right. It's an emerald shirt with uh, hawks or raptors uh, uh, on it in different stages of flight. And then as a contrast, Sandy has on a white shirt uh, with kind of blue woodblock print look of uh, bunnies, bunny rabbits. So... I don't know. I just thought that was important. On your marks, get set, bake. Uh, uh, Let's see. Dan and Ruby have have never no on samosas. Do I make them? No. Ruby's not into them. uh, If she's entirely honest, Uh, uh, layers, textures, not bland. Uh, Paul, you know pastries. This is what uh, Pru and Paul are talking about. Uh, Paul's going to look at the pastry. How good are their pastry skills? Uh, Is it light, thin, and crispy? Uh, Then we see everybody doing oil, flour, salt, water. Don't overwork your dough. Uh, Beautiful in its simplicity, but hard to perfect. Uh, uh, John puts in too much water. Tough dough, Ruby says. uh, But you don't want it to be soggy. You want a flake and a bit of a bite. just as important as the dough. Oh, yeah, that's what Dan says. Don't overdevelop uh Oh, John's up first. He says, uh, uh, so like, flows like the shirt. Uh, I don't know what that means. He says, okay, my samosas are based when I first wooed my wife. There's some alliteration. Cooked a romantic meal. They said, samosas? And he goes, no, 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 chicken and basil with white wine. So I'm doing chicken and pesto and then an orange and vanilla creme patissier for dessert. And Paul says, okay, I like that. Not as much. I like your shirt. Uh, Thank you. And then, oh, Noel says, enough compliments. He goes, by the way, you got orange on your face. Uh, Then Ruby's up. uh, She's uh, doing traditional and simple orange. Almond for the sweet, uh, simple flavor combinations, traditional samosas, savory, spiced potatoes, peas, and onions, orange infused date and almond with cumin for the, uh, dessert one. And they she's, she's like, I have extra pressure to smash the samosas, even though I don't eat them. Uh, and Sandy goes, well, I don't make Danish pastries either. So, and she was like, people have lives, Sandy. We don't have time to make samosas. Uh, uh, then Rahul's up, uh, he says, uh, yeah, I did have a conversation with my mom about samosas. Uh, she made some last night, uh, and she sent me pictures. Uh, so he's making, uh, his mom's style samosas, uh, traditional from my, uh, uh, a traditional one. And then the sweet one's going to be uh, ricotta coconut, uh. then Paul says, we're going to be judging you in what's your, but that's nothing compared to if you don't make it good because your mom will be disappointed. Then Noah goes, you know, I'm your English mommy, right? Uh, So don't, you won't disappoint me. You're a winner in mommy's eyes. And I will say that on this episode, he is on fire. Like he's cracking, cracking, cracking jokes, not in a way that interrupts, in my opinion. Okay, then Briny. Her husband is her baking advocate. She's doing a peanut butter cheesecake type one for dessert, uh, and Sandy goes, "Wow, beetroot uh, and cranberry and spinach for the regular one." Oh, Sandy, yeah. Then I say, Sandy says, "Wow, uh, she really likes that cheesecake flavor." Sandy does, and uh, the man is doing a chicken tangine. Uh, Her mom usually do one of those in the summer and then a tartine Tatin and her other samosa or something, apple and caramel samosas for mom paying homage to her mom. So it's chicken, green olives and lemon confit and apples and caramel on the other one. And then this is, is the fryer making noise or is that Noel's uh, tummy? Uh, If you watch it, he even like looks at it before he starts cracking the jokes. Uh, he see, speaking to me. Uh, then we have Kim Joy rolling out her pastry, uh, wafer fin, put it back into it. Tupash, to, to Tupash, to uh, Dan says, uh, using a pasta. Oh, he's using a pasta thing to do his samosa dough. He said this is like the, his husband's idea. Cheese course at Christmas dinner, festive samosas, uh, pear and walnut, savory. And then caramelized banana and hazelnuts, or chopped banana and caramelized hazelnut. Uh, But he's having some dough issues. He's like, I'm not sure. My dough's tearing. Uh, He goes, a bit of a schoolboy error. It was in the machine for too long, so it's overworked. Uh, Then we go outside. We see pheasants. Uh, They think it was a pheasant outside walking through very picturesque some lens flare Bakers are halfway through Sandy says noel tell them that uh, then she looks at his hair he's got 47 hair chest chest hairs uh, Dan has to start batch number two push on difficult techniques Kim Joy snips herbs uh, curse of the star Baker there's some pressure huh uh, then uh, Sandy Noel. Somebody has sunglasses on and they say, okay, half hour Is that before Kim Joy? Let's see, Kim Joy snipping. Yeah, uh, she's doing flavors of India, uh onion, uh chili and paneer, crystallized ginger chai and granny smith apples, uh oh this is when they talk about the curse of the star baker. Okay, here comes Nolan Sandy here. Another outside shot. Oh, a dog and a dog statue with sunglasses. He goes, next week he's taking over for me. Okay, Bakers, you got a half hour. Oh, good Lord, Dan says. Yeah, he's trying to roll out by hand now. Fry well, friends, uh, Ruby says to hers. Manon does 180 degrees, not all at once. Uh, start to dip. There's lots of trouble. John swears. Uh, Paul grins. Uh, uh, it's something. Somebody's syrup. Uh, and Dan's kind of a mess. Noel, Noel egg foil. Ten minutes. Let's see. Well, let's see. Well, let's get ahead of myself and then go back. Uh, running. Dan face. Ruby. Mom's chutney. Oh, uh, let's see. So Kim Joy's got some curdling. bryony has got some over boiling. So does John. Oh, that's where he gasps. Oh, he says Dan. Oh, wait, I can't say that. But uh, Paul laughs. Orange syrup was over syrup. That's what makes uh, Dan says, "Yikes!" Uh, minutes to go. And Dan's pastry has too much water. Uh, Man, this was a tough episode to watch. Uh, It was like The Curse of Terry, where I don't know if Dan got Terry's spot. Oh, Noel's juggling eggs. He drops one. Uh, So that's 10 minutes. Uh, Kim Joy. Oh, she's writing things on on hers. Uh, Dan and John paints a picture. Oh. John says that to Dan, final touches, time is up. Brian he does a swoosh. Dan starts ducking. Let's see, Rahuls is coming out. Dan's like grimacing actually. There's Ruby's mom's chutney. Yeah, Brian's doing- bo- oh yeah, Pythagorean theorems because they're triangles. Uh, Kim Joy says. Uh, oh, John says, Dan, your face paints a picture. Man in frowns as hers come out. Uh, hers has exploded. Uh, Dan still has to make a ganache. While Kim Joy's frosting hers. Raul's stressed as usual. Briny spray painting. Everybody's rushing. And uh, Ruby. Uh, oh, these are the judging. Uh, Ruby, beautiful, crispy, uh, spicy, perfectly sweet. Uh, uh, she gets a handshake. Uh Dan Well done, Rubes, he says. Uh John, quite soggy but delicious. Uh, sweet flavors are great. Uh uh Brian, he's so beautiful. Pastry's perfect, sweet too, but a bit gluey. Uh, but best looking ones. Oh, there's a duck going out in the uh maybe that's what I put in my other notes. Uh Kim Joy Pythagoras, uh uh, light, but missing something. Apple chai is lovely. Uh, Dan, yours are hard to cut, tough. Uh, and then he says something. They say when you're, you're li- when you lie, your face gets red, like leather. Rahul, uh authentic. Paul stares. His stress. Uh, absolutely delicious texture melts in your mouth. So moist. Uh, Prue grabs him. And he gets a handshake from Paul. He says, Your mother will be proud. Uh, Manon, they say, yours are split and a bit thick. Uh, too much uh, potato, too dry on the sweet one. Disappointing. Uh, so that was a rough round for Manon. Uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Caramel's too thick as a dipping sauce. Uh, disappointing. Yeah, that's what Prue says. And John or Dan said, not like Manon, to miss the flavor. Uh, And they say John and Dan are saying, anybody could go home. Then we see a butterfly and a flower or moth, uh, some tulips. Uh, Manon saying, not happy. I'm going to have to do good later. Raul says, it's great to be appreciated by Paul Hollywood, uh, the way he does it by shaking your hand. Ruby laughs, uh, saying her hands were sweaty. I had clammy hands when he gave me a handshake. Uh, Should have toweled them off. But I wasn't expecting it. Uh, Bryony's very happy she produced a signature. That looks really nice, but as opposed to being messy. She says, yeah, finally. Dan says, I got to get in the top three in the technical or the top. Uh. And he laughs. He's nervous. He must have had a bad week. I mean, not just on this, like I'm guessing, you never know sometimes, uh, but really, I mean, I guess it's just the competition's up too. oh, then we had Brandy's dress. I guess I'll talk about it. Thoughtful Dan flavors. Okay. So then they say, okay, something about a man and an English husband. What, uh, folding back, uh, Kim joy. Hey, Mr. Handshake, uh. Nolan, Briony, Paul, who walks out for Peru. They're doing petit de more, uh, the well of love, as uh, the thing, uh, puff pastry, shoe pastry, compote, and creme patissier In two hours, and everyone makes a face because they have no idea what it is. Uh, you get, get set, bake, uh, and people are like, "Have you ever even heard of this?" Uh, no idea. Uh, let's see, man, this says, yeah, no, I've never seen this. Uh fancy French Tracy, 250 years ago. Uh, John says, don't even know what a well of love is. Uh, Noel says, well, you know, it's thought to be scandalous, uh, connotations, uh, and then, and this is funny cause it's like the wind up bird chronicle, but different. Uh, John says, uh, maybe it's a well where you make love. Uh, that didn't happen. And, uh. Uh, like Wind-A-Bird Chronicle, but uh, there's a lot of wells in that book. Then uh, Paul and Pru are talking about how to make it perfect with the choux pastry and the compote and the creme pot uh, blowtorch at the top. Uh, and he says, I got to try one of these. Uh, and Pru goes, can you believe we got to eat seven of them? Because uh, I'll probably eat them all. Compote work, uh, nolan briney so this is just some of the stuff uh john don't drink uh, uh you gotta heat the uh, stuff the whatever the the goop uh, i don't know if that's the crumpetissier the shoe pastry till it burps uh thick but uh, no idea thick something no, no idea what it is uh Oh yeah, no, sister, man, and you know how how come you don't know what this is in France? She goes, oh, I've lived 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 here for a long time in England. Uh, and then they, this seems a little bit uh, uh, quaint, I guess. Saying well, how come you haven't found an English husband? Uh, rollings going on, layering techniques uh, to get your puff pastry layers. Tick-tack, tick tack that's what manon says, uh Kim Joy puts hers in the fridge, oh Sandy calls Raul uh Mr Handshake uh, and he goes, noel already did that uh, and then he's asking Brian about her handshake uh well, Paul Paul who? Paul Hollywood, oh yeah, he's all right, and he says, we'll just watch out for Peru. Uh, let's see, yeah, they're making the creme pot, making a, a compote, a strawberry, and raspberry compote, it looks like. Uh, Kim Joy says she's feeling pretty confident. Uh, and there's like some egg separation going on. Oh, John drinks his eggs. I have this in the notes. I must be, I don't know if I'm uh, behind or in front of the show. I guess I'm in, in front of it because, yeah, now Dan's heating until it burps. Uh, Dan's shirt is a cupcake, and it says Srebuch. Uh, it's like a smiling cupcake, I think, or maybe it's an ice cream cone. I think it's an ice cream cone, uh cake cone, no oh, Nolan Sandy, a hot cross bun. It, it, she's doing, like, one of those things uh, where you a picture puzzle. Uh, Toad in a hole, the Noel's guess. She's doing a hot cross bun, but uh, make a shoe. Okay, everybody's making their shoe. I don't know what a shoe is. It seems like some sort of combination of flour and a cream. But it could be like a shoe, a roux. What is that called when you mix flour, uh, uh, carrots, celery, and butter? Is that a shoe? It's different because this is a pastry. but. Uh, roll it out into rounds, Uh, piping, let's see, how do you space it out, Sandy and Kim Joy are talking, no idea, Ruby says, "Old fudge, Uh, she says, read, Rubes, read, Uh, noble sugar, Uh, something bake, Uh, 15, how long you bake it for, 10, 15, 20? Uh, Dan forgot to put the sugar on his, so he has to reopen his oven, which can cause the things to collapse. Uh, let's see. Puffing up, uh, overwatching, uh, too much of love uh, to give. Uh, Dan problems. Ruby takes hers out. Hers are a little burnt. We see a bird, a hawk, or eagle in the sky. The drone shot. Our left, nibbled sugar. And then as it gets close to the end, we have Dan. From the beginning, he's staring out in the rain, holding his face. Uh, five minutes, compote and cream over the top. Uh, then you brulee the sugar. Kim Choi says, she's. I bought a bro- blowtorch recently, but uh, I was a little freaked out by it. Uh, brulee, rising music, bakers, that is the end. Uh, Ruby and Dan stress. John seems pleased. Uh, Sandy, please place your wheels of love uh, behind your photos. Uh, then we have the bakers uh, sit, all sitting, you know, the typical judging sitting shot. Uh, let's see. Some of them are coming out of love and looking more like uh, pretzel rolls uh, just because of the shades. Uh, let's see, frowns of bakers, uh, frowns of bakers, mm, dark, uh, not enough compost, that must be somebody's, uh, the thing, uh, sitting bakers, let's see, the show's just had Dan staring outside, now the assembly, the blowtorching and the sugaring, oh, John's quite pleased, Dan is not, uh. Everybody places their things up there. And now everybody's sitting. Most everybody's frowning when the judges come out. It's six perfect Petite D'Amour. A dish of Flaky Puff Pastry. Rings of Choux Pastry. Trapped with creme brulee patissier. Creme brulee patissier. Okay, so manin is one. Uh, quite dark. Uh, not enough compote or cream. Or creme pot uh, aeration in the shoe, shoe though crispy base, uh, a bit dark. Moving on, this one's a bit uh, more color, very good compote, fantastic aeration. Uh, that's John Kimjoy M. They say quite uh, that uh, painfully thin or something. Uh, flavor's nice, quite flat. Uh, that's what they say, painfully thin. Uh, ruby uh like too soft uh when piped, uh well piped maybe brown so overcooked maybe a little bit too soft when piped uh and uh, I can taste the burnt in that uh Raoul Original not bad uh dark but uh pretty good. Quite firm, pat delicious though. Moving on, flat, uh, it seems to have split. Uh, not cooked enough, the shoe's not cooked enough, no well. I'll eat some anyway, Peru says. Uh, she says, components are fine, but the pastry, that's a shame. And last one is briny, Night, neat, nice color, taste is delicious, good piping. So then they do the things, uh, uh, goes, where's Dan? I I have like a seven Ruby, six John, three, oh, five Kim joy, four Manon, three Rahul, two John and one Briny. Maybe Dan came in, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. I think there's eight though. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, Dan. Bryony does a hat is so happy. She goes, awesome. Like when they do the talking heads, uh, well done, all the elements. John, oh, this is when they're talking to John though. But afterwards, the talking heads, so we'll get to that part. Uh, but Bryony's were uniform and delicious. Uh, so she's happy. Oh, yeah, she claps. She's got a blue Band-Aid on this week. I can't believe it. Never thought I'd come in first in a technical. This is awesome. Ruby says, I can make, I eschew you, I can make shoe, I assure you. She's really good on TV. She really always has the things. Manon says, well, it went better. Then she goes, so tomorrow I got to keep getting better. She goes, and then it'll be fine. Dan's a little embarrassed, a terrible day. He goes, I need to have a drink. Uh, he goes, I feel like I can't bake. Uh, then we see the bees, uh, the flowers, a bird in water or on top of the water. More flowers and the walk back. Uh, just out of curiosity, just in case, I don't know what the last walk back was, but it's uh, John and Raul side by side, Dan and Manon, Kim Joy, Briny, and then Ruby last. Uh, and we have the table talk, uh, soaring success of Briny. Bruce, like, geez, yeah, I'm really happy. I didn't know she was going to last, and now she's in line for Star Baker. Obviously, Raul's always there. Uh, Sandy and Noel think about betting on different people. Uh, who's in trouble? Dan. Surprising, because uh, Dan's one of our top stars. Uh, Manon had trouble with those samosas. Ruby did bad in technical. But she got a handshake in the samosas. And they go, yeah, now we're down to seven wide-open field. Uh, then we do the outside shot. Uh, hello, baker. So you shape a biscuit, uh, a sharing pie for your show, a shaped banquet pie for your showstopper, a Tudor banquet pie. And as a matter of fact, they go in the shape of a banquet. No, no, not exactly. Beautifully decorated, impressively shaped, a sharing pie, hand-shaped. It's got to be just like you'd have at a Tudor banquet. Any filling, any pastry, Shaped by your own hands, though. And you got three and a half hours on your mark. Good set. Bake. So then they have, like, uh, chopping and stress talk. Uh, it has to be ornate, like for a king or a queen's table, by the way. Juice can't leak out. Not dry or soggy. When you use your hands, uh, you can give it an artistic flair. Uh, ornate pie. Uh, Brian, going to do the mad hatter's hat, uh, with Alice's legs sticking out. Uh, and then they say, what's going to be in there? Uh, venison. They go, so you put." but I think Sandy says you're putting Brian, like Bambi in, a, uh, Alice in Wonderland hat. Uh, savory pan- pancakes. Spruce, a little bit worried about time. Uh, and she goes, get to work. Cause you're running. You got to get to work. Uh, also, Briony has an Alice in Wonderland dress on, with Alice, uh, the white rabbit, uh, cards, hearts, uh, other card with symbols from cards. Uh, down the rabbit hole, banquet pie, uh, so it looks like the Mad Hatter's hat. Uh, Rich layers of mushroom, sweet potato, and venison, and Sandy's kind of dismayed. Uh, Time is a gift, uh, Sandy says. Uh, let's see this because I put, make sure to save it as a quote. As uh, yes, Bruce says, I'm worried about time. Come on, Paul, let's leave the girl. Good luck. Uh, you're late. You're late for a b- very important. The hurrier I go, the behinder I get. Oh, Sandy, time is a gift. Every minute, every second. Uh, most of the bakers are sticking with traditional pie pastry that's quick to produce. Uh, uh, but some people are doing a hot water like pastry cook thing. Uh, oh, uh, Kim, Joy, Dan, John are doing puff pastry. The heavy metal of all bakes. Ozzy and Slipknot in a puff pastry, according to John. The weight will be worth it. Uh, Dan's doing a fish scale, detail scale and tail. Not sure. Paul's face says he's trying to, it's shaped like a fish with fish. Uh, So Paul's kind of making a face. Uh, Layers of rice, uh, smoked salmon, and an egg. Which does sound good, especially for brunch, maybe. Uh, So, because I don't know if it's a good idea. Then Kim Joy's doing Silky the Vegan Mermaid. Again, Kim Joy is just uh, so delightful. And so visionary as far so creative, I guess. And like, uh, uh, mole, Noel, Noel, Noel says he's played a merperson before, a merman. I think he says that he speaks mermaid or something. Uh, but yeah, hers has got hair, everything. Uh, uh, she's not afraid to use glitter. And it's gonna have veggie flavors, butternut squash, caramelized onion, feta, beetroot. Oh, old Greg, yeah, that's the merman. Uh, uh, and Noel says, yeah, it was a demanding role for me. <laughs> then John's doing a Welsh dragon pie. Please, something Welsh. Sandy says he goes, yeah, fires comes from chili infused. Uh, and it's going to be green, so everybody laughs at that. Uh, and he's mashing, and Sandy says, what is that, a toilet brush? He goes, no, this is my masher. Then we see a bird in the sky. Uh, we go to Dan, uh, uh, Louise End Pastry, wait for to chill. Let's see what this says. Dan's Meat Mincer. The old Meat, win, 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 meat, meat Wincer meat wincer somebody when they uh, that's me they called me the meat wincer like when i meet someone i wince uh just naturally okay so dan dan's waiting for his pastry everybody who has to, with their puff pastries is waiting for him to chill while everyone else is moving forward with construction rye pancake uh for the bottom of the pastry to keep from leakage uh Helps with the moisture, Brian, he says. Ruby's adding in rice to, to keep out the soggy bottom. Rahul is uh, doing a butterfly with a curry filling. It's the flavors I had as a child. I'm trying to reciprocate it in my own way. Butterfly pie. They can fly choices high with lamb curry. And it'll have beautiful colors, intricate shaping. Oh, that he uh, like, uh, he's making the tentacles. Uh, Noel says, tentacles? He goes, yeah, tentacles. Like, uh, And he goes, antennae. And he goes, no, no, the ones they use for the nectar, that's a tentacle. No, goes, no, it's a tongue. And he says, you say tentacle, I say antennae. Let's call the whole thing off. And he walks away. Raul some frowns. Then we go to Ruby. She's doing a crown. Uh, with jewels and everything that she had seen a while ago. Uh, uh, Beneath the Jewels of the Crown, chicken curry, rice base, uh, nigella seeds. Uh, She's doing some, uh, what do you call that, Uh, rope work or whatever, and so is Raul. So she goes, I can't believe this. I'm so sick of him being so good. Noel spends a little bit extra time there eating her curry. He says, this is delicious. Not what I expected. It's got a kick. Uh, he goes, that's good. She laughs. She says, can you talk to me on your own spare time? Because I'm trying to bake here. No, she doesn't say that. I'm just imagining. Uh, uh, John layers. Kim Joy's doing her layers. So they're trying to do their folding and everything of their puff pastry. They're trying to go as fast as possible. All staring at Dan. John says, Dan, are you okay? He goes, no, I'm still waiting, man. Dan's gambling on the perfect puff, so he's going for a gamble for perfect, uh, I gotta have it perfect and be impressive or else, you know, I'm out, uh, so it's a bit terrifying, but I gotta go for it, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna have enough time, and then we see Wheat outside, fighting for survival, man, and she's doing a, uh, Poppy the octopus, uh, she says, I'm making poppy, poppy the octopus. It's going to have fish, scallops, salmon paste. Uh, and it's going to be like, oh, what is poppy e- eating? Uh, and then I say, hopefully it'll keep her afloat for another week. Uh, and the Paul says, make sure it comes out the best you can make it come out, how you want it to come out. Uh, then we see some parsley, I think, outside, wild parsley. Bakers you are halfway through. So if you got a pastry that you need cooking, put it in the oven, baking cooking, whatever. What's this show? Am I in a dream? I love you, John. So like I said, he's on fire. This is even that's not even his last round of jokes. Uh then the assembly's going on for most people in the deck pre-baking assembly. Some are going in the oven starting the bake uh, Poppy's going to go for an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, oh, but he forgot her steam holes, uh, which are important to get the moisture out so you don't have a soggy bottom. Noel says, who's your favorite baker, Raoul?" He goes, I'm not going to tell you. John? He goes, I'm not saying anything. He goes, what about Ruby and Manon? Uh, he goes, I love them like sisters. Uh, I can't choose a favorite. He goes, who's your favorite? Uh, just like an older brother, kind of. It's pretty funny. Uh, Then Sandy and uh, Brian are talking, and then the assembly's going on. A little bit against time on the puff pastry, people. They got to get it in the oven. Kim Joy gets hers in. She's turning it on. John gets his in, but Dan is still behind, uh, humming with, uh, because hopefully I got time. Uh, I don't think I could handle messing up three in a row. Paul's watching. They say Dan has lost track of time. Forty-five minutes left, uh, so he's obviously got, he says I got to get mine in. Uh, but I still need one more piece for the back, and yeah, he's just off. He's just have has a he's having a really off weekend. Uh, Brian, he's doing assembly. Man and Kim Joy are watching their ovens. Uh, Raúl's pie is leaking. It might be. It might mean it's underbaked. Uh, Ruby says I would ask Dan if he wants help, but it'd probably stress him out. Uh, John says Dan, you okay? And he goes I can't. He goes I can't imagine. Uh, yeah, I don't know if yeah. He goes I can't imagine if Dan's going to be there. Noel's interviewing him, and he goes By the way, you only have a half hour, dude. And he goes I'll leave you alone. Uh, so Dan finally gets it in the oven. Paul's watching, kind of gleefully. Unfortunately. Ruby's decorating in the oven. Bryony's making a croquet thing for hers. Man is laughing and saying, wow, that looks really good. And then she says, what if Poppy's too simple? Uh, Well, we'll see. Well done, Bryony. Bryony says, thanks. Uh, Now then they, this was like, uh, so if you're English, let me know about this. This is with 13 minutes left. John and Noel are eating this candy. Flying, fancy a flying saucer. Okay, they're called flying saucers, and they have some sort of uh, fizz in the middle with a, a polystyrene flavor. I'm on my space hopper. I got my flares on. And then Noel does it where he rips it open and just eats the candy. That's the way. And we see a squirrel, some more flowers. Uh, 15 minutes, Sandy says. Uh, Dan says, oh, good Lord uh let's see what else we have no no 150 uh seasonal puff pastry 44 oh this was at 45 minutes uh fizz candy 15 minutes poppy has exploded uh poppy don't explode man and says uh paul and no or somebody he's on fire oh that's uh, oh that's at the end we'll do that uh Maybe that's another one. Another, I don't know. I'll see if I can catch his next round of jokes. Uh, there's a lot of leakage going on with everybody. Dan's stressed, his hands on his face. Uh, final decorations. Uh, I'm doing it. Uh, bit of a baby. Uh, can't turn over, can't turn the oven any hotter. Dan says, Man, so I'm in trouble. One minute, take the pie out. Now, final touches. Dan's really stressed, uh, spray painting his thing. Time is up. Uh, Ruby hugs Dan. Uh, and uh, she says, okay, everybody's trying to do their final touch-ups. Uh, and then there's this funny thing with the Noel I'll do. Uh, there's a lot of liquid for uh, John's I just saw. Right, my lovelies, time is up. Uh, But Ruby says, yeah, Dan, yours looks good. Uh, So off you pop, off you pop. kids. So they send him out at first uh, because I guess they get to shoot the table talk, one more table talk. There he is skipping out, a pie skipper, Uh, Noel says, and he says, and then there was just one, a man alone with his thoughts in a canvas tent uh, in an empire of pastry. Then he kisses the camera. Then we see wheat against the moon or the sun. And another flower, a rising shot to the flowers to the tent. Then uh, it's time to face the judgment of Paul or Peru. Kim Joy, silky, so Kim Joy, extra thick, which is worrying. The onion works, but it's too soggy, as the judges, uh, what they say. But it looked really good. Uh uh yeah, Ruby, good plating or whatever were uh whatever you do with that. It's held together lovely, really good, tasty, crisp, and delicious. Yeah, Rahul, uh love the colors, a little bit uh uh something. Love that beautiful uh perfectly balanced, perfect beautifully cooked, perfectly balanced. Uh I think his was a little bit soggy too. Uh, Then John, they say, the dragon must have lost a flight where it's its wings. Uh, And John says, not all dragons have wings. Oh, really? Uh, They say, okay, this is like a monster sausage roll. Uh, It's delicious, but a bit wet. Uh, Dan's they say, this looks like a monkfish. It does not look appetizing. It looks like a raw fish. Uh, And as a matter of fact, it's not cooked. It's raw all around. And Paul says, "This is not a celebration of pastry." Uh, for manans, they say it does not look like an octopus because it doesn't have tentacles. Paper stuck to the bottom, kneaded longer, too much salt, too salty and dry. And then Briny goes, they go, they say, "You are dark horse, Briney, playing a croquet." Oh, it's has play, playable croquet. Uh, uh, but whoever goes, I don't know if it's Brewer. Uh. Paul, you missed baking. Uh, they say, okay, normally with a, a, a big pie like this, it'll flood out when you cut it, especially with uh, whatever that is in there. But hers stays together. Paul says, well done. They see a little bit too much venison. Uh, then she gives Prue a drink, and, they, and Noel says, pure Prue, man. Oh, it's port. Pure Peru with port and she's laughing and she they say you're even like mad hattery. But then everybody claps, uh They're happy for Briney. Useful feedback, Brianie says. Okay. It would be amazing to be Star Baker, but we'll have to see. Manon's a little bit stressed, wasn't my week. She's uh she goes if I get to next week I'll be happy. I don't know if I can speak on camera anymore. She says, uh then we go to the table talk, uh, we see the duck, uh, really a celebration of Brian. uh flourishing right now because they say, geez, Brian, really stopped the show. It was fantastic. Uh, the whole Alice in Wonderland from one to 88 was in there. Uh, and the shape she's really, and then Rahul being, though they're in line for star Baker flavors are good. Ruby's was good, though, too. Her flavor combinations were right. Baking was good. uh, But she's kind of had to save herself. Uh, Bruce says, yeah, not Star Baker. Paul says, well, they say, what about Manon? Too much salt, eh? Yeah, that was the only one with the filling that didn't work. Uh, She's in the danger zone, really disappointing. And they go, and the salmon, uh, it was like an illusion cake. but it's like a real fish. But the pastry wasn't good. I was disappointed because he's been so good. And he was even Star Baker. And they say, Yeah, he's got a gift. Uh, he could be at the finals. And this is a rough one, you know, because uh we come back, uh there's hand holding, uh, pastry field week, uh one person really impressed, uh, and we get the face shots, everyone's faces, stellar performance. I'm delighted to uh, say, Brian, he's our star baker. And she laughs, she closes her eyes when she laughs sometimes, which uh, you can say, oh, she's really happy. Uh, and everybody else is clapping for her, which is really nice, and patting her. And then Noel says, I got the horrible job, holy moly, he looks like he's going to cry even. And we can't believe it, except that I've seen this episode like four times, so I can uh be just because I'm disappointed to lose Dan. I'm not disappointed in Dan. I just think uh, I've had weeks like this. Uh, everybody's like giving him hugs. They say, you had a great run. And we can't believe it because, I mean, we had, I mean, at least in my mind, I said I had Dan making it to the finals for sure, winning. And he goes, but this was a bad week. Wouldn't have it taken it Nostradamus to figure that out. Uh, him and Kim Joy have a moment, uh, and Dan kind of puts it. He goes, you know, uh, let's see. Let's quote Dan directly because it's so beautiful what he says. Uh, he says, you know, I had some good moments, and as a stay-at-home parent, you know, sometimes you don't get to feel special or important. So it's been quite nice to do something nice for me. And there's a long pause on his face, which, you know, you get emotional. Bruce says, it's a pity. You're a great baker. And Paul says, pastry can be tricky. And that was probably Dan's Achilles heel. Uh, and John says, man, I can't believe you're going, mate. Uh, Paul says, man, you got to do better. Uh, and she goes, yeah, no pressure. uh, uh, and then they say, great job, Briony, very proud. And Prue loves Briony. So she goes, such a pleasure to see her bloom. And Prue must be an amazing person because just the way people talk about her when they don't, when she's not around, uh, I mean, maybe I'm projecting Then Briony calls her family. They're so happy for her. Uh, I say, well done her mom. Well done, mommy. Uh, And that's how it ends. Uh, Quite a good episode. Uh, That's the end of pastry week.